Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Pivoting with Emily. My name is Emily, and I'm your host. This podcast is for anyone looking for an escape that leaves them feeling inspired. I'm a woman in my 20s. I'm trying to figure it all out, fight for my dreams, and become the best version of myself along the way. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing how I personally reset for a new year. Although any day of the year is a good time to do this, I use the new year as a time to reflect and refresh. It isn't every day that we actually sit down and are truly reflective and intentional about where we are at in our lives and where we want our lives to go. That's why the new year is a great time to do that. Before jumping into today's topic, we are going to be doing my usual three segments, which are my current inspiration, how I'm becoming the best version of myself, and something I am looking forward to. My current inspiration is my new vision boards. I put together multiple vision boards per year. Like literally, I don't just do it at the start of the year. I also do it about two to three other times throughout the year because I find vision boards to be so fun and pleasing to the eye. So I do a physical vision board, which I put in my office. And then I also do a desktop computer background vision board that I make through the app Canva. And both of them are so curated towards what I want 2023 to look like. And every time I look at these, every time I turn on my computer or I look over at my physical vision board, I get so inspired. And I highly encourage you guys, if you don't want to put together a physical vision board, I really get that. But I definitely encourage you guys to put together a vision board for the background of your laptop or desktop computer. It's very inspiring and can remind you of what you want to do this year. And yeah, they've just been giving me tons of inspiration. I basically just go for the aesthetics that I want. So the types of pictures that I would put on my vision board, for example, would be associated with the goals and or intentions I have for this year. So I have school and academic related aesthetics. I have fitness related aesthetics to what kind of fitness I want to do. So for me, it's like running and yoga. I also have pictures of bookstores and places I want to travel, the the national parks that I want to go to this year, and also a little bit on words like inspirational quotes or things that I find very moving in the form of words. And I just put all these together and it makes me so happy to look at. If you guys actually want to see my vision boards, go over to my YouTube channel. I have in one of my videos my two vision boards. It's under a Monday in my life video posted in the month of January. So if you guys want to check them out, that is where they will be. But my current inspiration is my two new vision boards for the year. How I'm becoming the best version of myself is an intention that I have for going into the year of 2023, of course. And that is to talk less and to listen more. This is something I've observed in my behaviors interacting with people. And while I don't think that I am a bad listener, I just think I could be a better listener. And the way I want to do this is by 
not having to respond to everything that someone says to me. Like sometimes just being open ears to somebody is what they truly need. And so, you know, when I'm talking with a really close friend, instead of just responding to everything they say, I may ask them, do you want me to respond to this? And I think that's a way of A, being a good listener, but B, taking them into consideration and being considerate of what they actually need. Because if someone, a friend or not, is willing to talk to me about a situation, whether it's important or it's not important, and or a serious situation or not a serious situation, if somebody is wanting to talk to me about something, I want the person I'm talking to to know that I hear them, I'm listening to them, and I want to respond in a way that they need because they're the ones talking to me, if that makes sense. So the way I'm becoming the best version of myself is to talk less and to listen more. Something I'm looking forward to is the month of January. And I know January has already started, but after doing my reflections on the year of 2022, figuring out what did work, figuring out what didn't work, and really trying to plan what I want this year to look like, it gets me excited to get started on the goals I set. So January is an exciting month. It's a new month after a reset and a refresh. And that is what I'm looking forward to. This leads us straight into today's episode, which is how to reset for a new year. This is a method I have used for the last two years, and it has worked very well for resetting for a new year. So I hope you guys enjoy this system that I share with you today, and let's jump into it. I don't know about you guys, but coming back from winter break leaves my brain a bit chaotic, and it can be overwhelming with where to start when it comes to resetting for a new year and creating new goals for yourself. And so the very first thing I like to do is reflect on last year's goals. So whatever you wrote down that you wanted your goals or intentions to be for 2022, it is important that you go through every single one. For me, last year I had 10 goals and I sat down and I just wrote notes on all of the goals. Did I accomplish it? Did I not? Why did I accomplish it? Why did I not accomplish it? Is that something that if I did accomplish it, can I build off that goal? Do I need to build off that goal? Or if I didn't accomplish it and I answer why I didn't accomplish it, is that something that I need to maybe break down into smaller steps for my goals going into 2023? Or is it something I want to take all of off of my goals altogether because it doesn't serve me and I'm now finding out that it doesn't serve me? So reflecting on your goals is extremely important and is the first step in to actually resetting for a new year. Next up is to do some journaling or reflective questions. I wanted to share with you guys all of the questions that I asked myself to deepen my reflections because it's one thing to reflect on the goals that you set at the beginning of the year and it's another one to actually ask yourself personal questions so that you can get a little bit more depth in your reflective processes. So I wanted to share with you guys the reflective questions I used, and I hope that they can bring you as much benefit as they did for me. So question number one is, what accomplishments am I proud of this year? Question number two, what was one of the biggest, most pleasant surprises of 2022? Question number three, what are five things I am most grateful for this year? Question number four, how have I grown this year? 
Question number five, you will need to have had a word of the year for the year of 2022. My word of the year was bold. So just insert your word here. But question number five is, was I bold? Question number six is my biggest struggle and what I learned from it this year. Question number seven, who have I connected with most this past year? Question number eight, what was I five years ago and what am I now? Question number nine, what are three major things I want to achieve this next year? Question number 10, what is a thought I am holding onto that is no longer serving me and what is an affirmation to start letting it go? Question number 11, what has really worked for me this year, aka things I'm taking into 2023? And question number 12, what has made me feel stuck this past year, aka what am I leaving in 2022? All of these questions serve the purpose of going deeper with myself, and I didn't find that they were so strenuous to answer. I found that they were just beneficial, and they really made me become intentional with my goal setting for 2023, which is the whole purpose of this reflective process because by reflecting, you're able to be honest and vulnerable with yourself so that you're not setting unrealistic goals for this upcoming year and you can have a successful year. So you might be thinking that the next thing I would want to do is go ahead and start setting my goals for 2023, but that is not what I did. After reflecting, I actually like to clean up my house and make sure that I am in a fresh space and inspired. So there's a couple areas that I really focus on for cleaning. Number one is the most obvious. That's cleaning up my space where I live, so my home. And the first thing that I do in order to do this is go ahead and take down all of the beautiful Christmas decorations. Christmas decorations are my favorite kind of seasonal decoration. So it's always sad to take them down, but it's also nice to take them down because having them only for a month and a half to two months out of the year makes them even more special. So the first thing I do is go ahead and take down my Christmas decorations. Other things that I would do in the home is also going to be some deep cleans. Now, I'm not going to get too crazy. You know, I want to just clean the areas that I really need to. I don't want to overwhelm myself. So I'm already in a really good habit of weekly cleaning of my house. And so, of course, I'm going to do my weekly clean. But I may add on some areas that I feel like are kind of building up. So particular areas that I did is, number one, I changed my air filter. I do that every three months. And it was time. So I went ahead and cleaned that. I also replaced the water filter in my Brita and then I mopped the floors and cleaned my bathtub. So those were the areas that I felt like needed some extra love. But in your home, for some ideas that I've deep cleaned before would be the walls, the baseboards, maybe there is a closet you've been meaning to clean out. And by cleaning out a little bit of extra space besides just your normal cleaning routine can really make you feel refreshed to go into the new year. And it's just a part of that cleaning out process 
that can just make it feel like a clean slate before we even set intentions and goals for the next year, if that makes sense. Some other areas that I cleaned out were my car. The car wash I go to also has a vacuuming area. And so I went to the car wash and then I vacuumed out my whole entire car. I don't know about you guys, but I have a car, so I have a trunk instead of like another kind of vehicle, like an SUV or truck. So in my trunk, I just made sure everything was out of there. I always seem to have a bag of clothes to donate. And so I went ahead and donated that to Goodwill and just cleaned out anything else that was in the back of my trunk. I remember there's like Frisbees back there. There was some dog leashes back there. There was just some random stuff back there. So I had, went ahead and cleaned out my trunk and cleaned my entire car. And then other areas is cleaning out my electronics. So this is kind of a big ordeal, okay? So for me, I create content. So I have lots of stuff on my phone, on my laptop, on my iPad, on my desktop, like everywhere just has tons of different little things from content creation. And even if you don't create content, I feel like it's easy to get backed up with pictures or videos that you take just in general. So to clean up your electronics can feel so refreshing and so good, especially since we spend so much time on our electronics to have them cleaned out and also organized. Oh my gosh, I put together some organizational systems on where I have content creation folders on my hard drive and I feel so much better going into content creation for 2023. So highly recommend cleaning up and also organizing your electronics. This is also a time that you can go through your social media accounts. I have got my social media accounts pretty much tailored to who I like to follow and I make sure everyone I follow inspires me or I just enjoy following. So whether it's funny or inspiring or just someone I like to follow. I make sure one thing is for sure. I don't feel bad about following them. Like they never give me bad vibes. I never feel envy or jealousy. I never feel less than I, I never feel any kind of negativity towards who I'm following, whether that is an insecurity in me, which most of the time it is, or it's content that I just genuinely don't want to watch anymore. And so you have to decide what is good and what is bad for you on social media, but tailoring your social medias for you is so important. And I would put it at the top of something that you should do going into the new year, because if you're following people that aren't making you feel good about yourself and you know you consume a lot of social media, girl, you just need to clean that up. You know what I mean? Who would your highest self follow? Go follow them. So cleaning that up and making sure I'm following people that just truly bring me a lot of joy is so important. And just wrapping it back around to cleaning out the house. Some other areas I was thinking of is I also did a deep clean or just a clean out of my fridge and pantry. This is a great time to do this. So I just like to do a big cleanup and a big clean out. And I strategically do this before setting my goals because it makes me feel like I have a fresh slate before going in to my actual goal setting, if that makes sense. So that is what I would do next on my resetting for 2023. After reflecting on 2022 and refreshing your space, I feel like I am at a better place to mentally start working on what I want for the year of 2023. So a good place to start 
with the actual thinking of what I want for 2023 is to do a brain dump. Like I said previously in this episode is I feel a little bit overwhelmed whenever I get through with the holidays. I feel like holidays is such a fun and exciting time with friends and family. And it's more like carefree than the rest of the year because I feel like I've just worked hard all year. And then when Thanksgiving hits, even Halloween, but mostly Thanksgiving and Christmas hit, it starts to kind of just become a little bit less stressful, more cheerful, and everyone just seems to be more thankful and wants to be surrounded by friends and family, which is exactly how it should be. But then whenever the holidays are over, it's like, oh my gosh, we have to reset, we have to refresh, we have to be reinventing ourselves and being the best versions of ourselves, and it can be overwhelming. And so a way to mend that stress and anxiety of resetting for the new year is, well, number one is to reflect. Number two is to clean your space. And then the next thing that I have that I like to do is to do a huge brain dump. And there is an effective way to do a brain dump. Tip number one and the most important is to not judge what comes to your brain. Like, You might have the most random thoughts come to your brain ever, and that's what the blank piece of paper is for. You just write it down. If you want to categorize your brain dump, then do it. And if you just want to write a bunch of stuff down, then do that as well. I don't know if you guys have ever made a running to-do list, but that's kind of what this brain dump is, but even more. So whenever I think of a brain dump, I think of maybe car maintenance, like tire rotation, oral change. I think of the upcoming tax season and taxes being due. I think of work deadlines. I think of school deadlines. I think of those types of things that are a little bit bigger picture. Like maybe you don't need to do them right now, but they're coming and they're in the new year. Some other things could be like with the house cleanup, changing your air filters or changing your water filters, like things that you're like, shoot, I really want to do that like let's get it on the list. Other things might be things you're considering for habit tracking in the new year, goals you're considering for the new year, intentions you're considering for the new year, like just writing everything down and getting it on paper and leaving no room in your mind, just putting it on paper. And if you can categorize it, honestly, even better because then you can start forming lists that are like urgent can do in a couple weeks, can do in a couple months, and start separating some things out. But doing a brain dump can be so effective, and I highly recommend doing this right after your reflections and your house cleanup because it's almost like a brain cleanup before actually setting your goals for 2023. Next up is to put together a Pinterest board or a physical or digital vision board. Now, as I told you guys earlier, I like to put together all of those things and I have done that already, but the thing I did before actually setting my goals this year was this. I've been pinning stuff for months now. Then I got those pictures printed out and I put together a vision board and that's physical and digital before ever even setting my goals for the year. And for me, a lot of that was because I already know going in and leading up to 2023, what I think my aesthetics, my vibes, my highest self is going to want going into the new year. And it helps 
helps me to look at these vision boards and pull from them in order to set my goals and make concrete goals and plans of actions to achieve those goals in the upcoming year. Now, I do think people can be the opposite of me where they will pull more inspiration from concrete goals they put down and then they'll create an aesthetic vision board from that. So either way that works better for you, I think you should just do what works for you. But for me personally, I went ahead and did my Pinterest boards and vision boards before goals. But like I said, I think you should just do whatever works for you. Now that we have a cleared and refreshed physical and mental space, we're now ready to set some intentional goals for the year of 2023. So I like to start with what I call a rough draft of my goals, or at least this is what ends up happening every year. I feel like I write down a list of goals. I think on it for a week and then I make little edits and then I make a final copy. And after a couple of years of doing this, this is just kind of the routine now. I'm like, you know what? We're going to start with a rough draft and then we're going to give it a week and then we will make the final draft. So a couple tips for creating goals, just, just some, just little bitty tips. Number one is make sure you're pulling from all areas of your life. I know everybody's in a different phase of life. Everybody's doing different things with their lives and you're entitled to do whatever you want, make whatever goals you want. And my hope for you is that your goals are true to you and not because of anyone else. Because what's gonna fulfill you and what's gonna sustain you emotionally and physically and spiritually at the end of the day is by doing things that your true self and your highest self really wanna do. So my hope for you is that your goals are true to you. My second tip, okay, is to make SMART goals. Just in case you forgot from back in middle school, making SMART goals is so important. And I must say, I always have to pull up what SMART means. So I'm just going to remind everybody. But whenever I make new goals, I always pull this up. So SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. If that if your goals are not smart goals, I highly recommend making them smart goals or taking them off of your goals list and maybe putting whatever you had on your goals on a running to-do list instead or on some other list, not your yearly goals. That should be really concrete and should be smart goals. So those are the two tips I have for making goals. And like I said, I like to make a rough draft, sit on it a little bit. And then when I go to make my final draft, what I like to do is I like to make a physical copy and I do not make it on the computer. I handwrite it with my pens and my handwritings. I even get a ruler out and make sure my lines are nice and straight. That is what I personally do. And I keep a goals binder so that I can reference my goals when I go to do my monthly goals. And that of course breaks down into weekly to-do list and daily to-do list for me personally, because that is how I end up achieving my yearly goals is by breaking them down into smaller goals. So with all that being said, that is how I would go ahead with making my goals for the year. Another thing I like to do is create a word for the year. So um, with this, you just have to pick a word that is true to you. I have made the mistake of picking words that really aren't 
good words for the year. This year is a good one for me though. And you guys need to stay tuned for next week's episode. I will actually be going over what all of my goals are for 2023 and also what my word of the year is. I'm so excited for that episode. I'm excited to share my goals with you guys and be a little bit more vulnerable with what I want to do this year and who I am and all of that good stuff. So definitely stay tuned for that episode. But also creating a word of the year I find can be very helpful. I've even heard of people making creating phrases for the year, which I think is a it kind of reminds me of an affirmation of the year. So if that's something that intrigues you, that is something that you could do as well. The final step in resetting for the new year is to take all of those new goals for 2023 and break them down a step into a January goal list. There is no time like the present to get started on the goals that you've set for yourself. And I want to remind you guys that these goals are not going to be achieved without breaking them down. I personally break my yearly goals down into monthly goals, into weekly goals, into daily to-do lists. That is how I achieve the things I want to achieve. And I use the smart goal setting method to make sure that they're things that I can actually achieve in 365 days. One other thing I wanted to mention is that when we're setting goals for ourselves, we are visualizing our highest selves. These goals are things we have not achieved yet. We are not that person to achieve them yet. We have to push ourselves and experience some discomfort and some difficulty in order to achieve these goals. And that is something to keep in mind when we're moving throughout the year and we're experiencing some friction, some discomfort. We need to know that it is for the greater cause of accomplishing our goals. And that is what I want to leave you guys with today. You know, there is no time like the present. So get to work on your goals now so that at the end of this year, you can say that you did your absolute best, whether you achieved them or you didn't. And we're going to learn from our experiences no matter what. So. That concludes today's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it for all of you. On next week's episode, I'm even more excited because for the first time ever, I'm going to be sharing my New Year's goals and my word of the year, which I find my New Year's goals and word of the year to be more aligned with myself than I have ever ever felt before, which really goes to show all of this work I've been putting in on myself to be the best version of myself and grow into the woman that I am and am becoming. It is all paying off because like I said, I have never felt more aligned. So I'm excited to share what my goals are and And I'm excited for next week's episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you did, please think about leaving me a five-star rating and some kind words in a review because it really does help the podcast. And I will see you in the next one.